Hey, Calvin. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Today was a beautiful day. It was a long day at work, but I think everything was, you know, everything. How was your day? The weather was nice. It was nice. I'm glad yes, because you was. work out in the weather. So yes. I'm always glad yes. when the weather is good. Yes. You ready for this talk? Oh, yeah. Okay. I want you to give some good answers. Okay. Well, we just give the truth. Wait a minute now. I said some good answers. Well, Okay, the truth. I know. I'll take the, the truth. truth the truth are the good answers. All right. Well, let's get this party started. Hi, wives. Welcome to the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast. I am so glad you are listening today. So we are in season three. And as promised... My guy, my baby's daddy, my boo, my honey bun, he is here today. And we're just going to talk about a few things. We just, I chose a few topics just for us to kind of, you know, knickknack on. And hopefully, wives, some of the, the tidbits that Calvin will give you today will kind of give you just a little food for thought when interacting with your spouse and and maybe just taking a step back and thinking about why he is responding or reacting in the way that he is. Okay. So this series is called men on marriage and our part, this is part two is called the wonder years. I wonder how we made it through. This is we, we're in 35 years. Kevin. Yeah. I wonder too. Yeah. Oh. I really do. I wonder. Y'all, okay. Y'all yeah. pray for me, okay? Pray yeah. for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so let's start off with nagging. Because sometimes I can I can get going. I, I try not to. But sometimes when I'm in a mood, I can be kind of nitpicky about some things. However, in my defense, I am I do like things in a certain place. I am, you know, a little OCD, maybe a lot. I like things to be in in line. And sometimes I know that you you may not I know you don't do it on purpose, but you may not put things like back in order, like exactly where it should be. Like if I have the glasses all on one shelf in the cabinet, when you do unload the dishwasher and you like miss and put a cup on the glass shelf, that that kind of throws my life off balance somewhat. And so when I mention that, sometimes you're like, what? It's just a cup on the glass shelf. So my question for you is, when I'm in those kind of, you know, moods and I'm, you know, not being mean about it, but when I am, you know, kind of nitpicking, what, what, what are you thinking about that? Well, Early on, I would act one way. Mm-hmm. Now, over the years, um, I think I just try to listen and remove myself away from the situation. Wait a minute. Because, what situation, sir? Because uh, uh, women have what you call PMS, and they just act a certain way. So what I would try to do is just try to listen and just kind of move myself from the situation because um, that way we can all follow peace because with this PMS stuff, a lot of women just can't 
control themselves. Wait a minute now, ladies. I'm not going to allow him to do that. You can't blame everything on PMS, Mr. Harrison. Some things is just just right out. Sometimes we do things because we're just being a little aggravated about something else i'm just gonna give you i'm just gonna tell you a secret well sometimes we may just be aggravated about something else right tell me this right how can we maybe not nag and how is a better way what is a better way maybe that you would receive the correction that we give because sometimes you don't appreciate it well I don't, I don't, as a wife? I don't understand. I would say don't do it, but you can't. I, that's why I just will listen and I will remove and do the best that I can to listen and try to make the correction. But it's been 35 years. So I just narrow it down to that PMS thing and I just keep it moving. That's your story and you're going to stick to it. That right. PMS thing. Right. Ladies, I, I'll work on that, ladies, okay? I, I promise you I would. But nagging, ladies, especially for those of you who are newly married, find a better way than nagging to get the result that you're looking for from your husband. Well, the Bible calls those type of ladies a rooftop woman. Oh, goodness. And so... Or a dripping faucet. Oh, goodness. So um, the Bible does call these things out. So, so, ladies, I would definitely leave those scriptures in the show notes because they are in the Bible when it talks about how much better it is for a man to be on a rooftop than to live with a contentious woman. So check out the show notes for that because we don't want to be a nagging wife. Okay. Thank you, Calvin. Okay, so the next thing I think is an issue that a lot of marriages may have to deal with, and it is chores, helping out around the house. I was an at-home mom for many, many, many years, and I did everything. And I know there are ladies out there who are domestic goddesses as well, and sometimes it's overwhelming, and we feel that we're doing it all. And I can tell you right now, I have given you a mini aside eye because you didn't help out or you did not instruct the children to do their chores. I can remember one specific time when you came in and I always try to give you your space, but the dishes in the sink were stacked sky high after dinner and you didn't see them. And I just was upset because I wanted you to tell that child to do his chore. Well. Number one, when I came in the house, um, I looked at the stove and the refrigerator. So I wouldn't even saw the dishes. You just was wanted all, food. Right. So, um, yes, I did, probably did not see it. Probably, you know, it, it probably could have been an elephant in the house during those times back in the day. I was looking at the stove and the refrigerator. So what I hear you saying is that was not in your peripheral vision you couldn't that wasn't something that you would pay attention to as a man Mm -hmm. coming in from work the chores just was something that because what i wanted you to do is i wanted you to see the things that needed to be done and help to direct the kids or whatever or or to assist 
And so speak to that wife who is in that situation and she thinks that her husband should know when there are things to be done. Why well, wouldn't he know? Well, I can't speak for all men, mm -hmm. but I know men are great, but they, we don't have mind reading skills. Oh, goodness. Men just can't read another person's mind. What do you mean? So the easiest thing to do is to bring it to the man's attention. All of this mind reading stuff and people get mad because you don't read their mind. Well, they don't read my mind either. So in that particular case, all should have been done, but that was so long ago mm -hmm. to bring it to my attention. Mm -hmm. And I probably would have done something about it, but well, you're asking me to do something. Number one, that you was home all day and I wasn't. And like I said, to be honest, when I came in that door, I look at that stove and I go to that refrigerator or everything else I probably didn't see. Well, okay. I think that that is fair, ladies. Sometimes we have to remember that we were raised differently than the guys. We were raised to, you know, take care of things inside. And guys were raised, they raked the yard, they took out the trash, they washed the cars. So what I have learned over these few years is that Calvin doesn't see what I see as it relates to the house. He doesn't see. I'm stressing about things being out of place. And he's saying that it's quite okay. It's quite okay. You know, that it's not that bad. And I'm like, it is. It's horrible. So we have to give him, cut him some slack. And just, we need to just say what it is we would like help with. I think that is a big thing as it relates to chores. And I can say that it takes time to train your dragon, Mr. Harrison. You help out really, you do very well helping me out right now. You, well, you do, um, I you do very I was, well. I was asked to help out, so I helped out. Thank you. I appreciate it, okay? I really do You are very it. welcome. I do appreciate it. Okay, so let's talk about the in-laws. Mm. I think that we have been blessed in that. we have. I have good in-laws. I can honestly say I've been in the family for over 30 years and I have great in-laws. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law, um, my sister-in-law. I have two sister-in-laws, one by, you know, but my sister-in-laws, my brother-in-laws. I've been blessed. I must say that I have been blessed as far as sister-in-law. I mean, you know, my in-laws are concerned. What about you? Oh, I, my in-laws are great. Mm -hmm. um, I never really had an issue. The only issue I had was with your father. He wanted to wring my neck. But after he got to know me, everything changed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah, my mama and daddy just began to like him more. I had to often remind them that I was the daughter. Okay. And that it was because of me that they knew him. But anyway, I really think that a lot of people, we did a podcast, um, I did a podcast uh, some episodes back about in-laws, specifically mother-in-laws, because I think that's where a lot of the contention lies um, in a relationship. And I want to encourage wives, as I did in that podcast, to, you know, to be mindful about where in-laws fit into the relationship. And I do know that we kind of we've done very well not just the fact that we have you know we've been blessed with the in-laws that we have but we don't make them an issue in our marriage well my father-in-law gave me some advice 
It I, was good advice. When I got, yes, he did. Don't say nothing crazy. Nope. He told me, he said, Calvin, you are getting married. He said, congratulations. He said, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I'll talk to you. If you ever need any money, I will give it to you. You have a bar. I got another car, Calvin. If you need to hold a car, you can hold a car. And I said, that is so great. I mean, I'm thank you for. He said, because if you don't take care of that girl, she got to come back home. Ooh. And I do not want her back in my house. Ooh. I was like, wow. Y'all, I was a good daughter. Wow. I was a good daughter. Okay. He was smiling too. I was the oldest daughter and I was the good daughter. Okay. But his point was he had others. He was trying to get the others out as well. Well. But I get good it. Advice. I yes. get it. I yes. get it. Thank you for not taking me back. Okay. Oh, no. I'm not, uh, you ain't going back. Thank you, Kevin. Mm -mm. No, definitely it. not that. I appreciate So no. how... What would you say to, because you know what? We have a daughter who was recently married mm -hmm. and being an in-law is not as easy as it seems. Mm -hmm. How would you advise young ladies, our wives, my sister wives, as far as mommy is concerned, dealing with her own mama and keeping her own mother out of the bedroom, out of I, I would say with not just somebody you know, I would tell anybody, follow the principles of the Bible. Mm -hmm. You cannot go wrong. Mm -hmm. God is the author of life and relationship. Mm -hmm. Govern your life and your relationships by the Bible and you can't go wrong. So there's something in the Bible that talks about in-laws. The Bible talks about everything. In-laws are people. So you will govern yourself, what the Bible says about dealing with people. Leave and cleave. People. Leave and cleave. People. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Bible will teach you. It don't matter. In-law, outlaw, people. So for that wife who may be dealing with her spouse's in-laws, You, what I hear you saying is, yes, they're your in-laws. It's his mom who, who's having an issue letting go. Or it is, you know, a sister who may be, you know, feeling some type of way. If we are to, if she is to treat those in-laws like she would treat others in a kind, Christian, godly way, then maybe those in-law issues won't be those intense in-law issues. It don't matter about the relationship. Mm -hmm. the, Bible the Bible deals with people and life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find out what the Bible says about people and life. Just like I told my daughter, you're married now. You are my daughter, but now you are my sister in the Lord. She almost, she almost freaked out, but... She is now my sister in the Lord. You know what? Because that's what the Bible teaches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah, she rejected that, yes, ladies. Yes. She did reject that. Yes. She rejected that. She rejected that thought process. Okay. But, but I get it because, you know, sometimes it's difficult for me to address the in-law issue in a certain way. Because one thing I do know, we have not had issues. We have always 
that was one of the things I think we agreed upon early on that we would not have disagreements about our family because our family did not have anything to do with our marriage. And I think that that is one thing that we did very well with. We, I never want my husband to choose between me and his family wives because his family is his family. And I should never, we should never put our man in a place to choose. And if you're having that specific difficulty, ask God for wisdom on how to, to reorder your husband's priority as it relates to you and his family. What do you think about that? Sound good? Well, follow the principles of the Bible and we cannot go wrong. Yes. Period. I think that's good. Now, we're going to talk about the children because that's one of my favorite subjects. Mm -hmm. When we were raising children, it was just a lot. And I think I've expressed in the past that I really do regret not spending more of putting forth more effort into our relationship as we were raising those children. Um, I was that mom that was 100% all into the children. Not that I ignored you totally, but I did my wifely, you know, things, you know, I was the wife, but I wish that maybe we had gone out a little bit more, just the two of us. Every time we went somewhere, we took our children. I don't. Wait a minute now. What are you saying? You can't. Because. You but wait. It, but you didn't you, want to go. When you. You didn't want to wind and dine. When in. you came home and said you wanted to quit that good job from Ooh. Georgia Pacific. Oh, goodness gracious. Because you wanted to stay home with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Everything was everything. Oh, goodness. So now that means I had to work and you had to do your part as far as the child rearing at the house per se mm -hmm. so what we did was we did things as a family if mm -hmm. you remember all our daughter all our dinner consisted of we went around the table what's your high point of the day low point of the day and what you learned new today mm -hmm. and every every what play basketball game cheerleader we went to everything but we did it as a family that's what made the marriage yeah not just us going and to downtown and going here and there and the children home buck wild but no i think we would have been we, nice to be able to go out and everything i think everything worked out fine okay then you you have you have said it but everybody have their own decisions but we decided that this is what we were going to do stay out of debt one income home and it is what it is so how do you so advise that wife that is newly married or one that is really trying to reorganize her priorities as far as home is concerned? How can she, you know, balance her relationship, her husband wife relationship with her mommy duties? Because sometimes we can go overboard. Sit down, newly married, sit down, come up with a plan. That means you can't go get your nails done every week. You can't go, go get you can't go get your weave changed every week. We did something most people don't want to do. We sacrifice. We even drove a car that didn't back up. When I had to, when we drove to the mall, I had to drive through and catch a parking space so I can drive through. Oh, we didn't have all the delicacies. Yeah, that's Thank true. God we had two driveways. I could drive in one and drive out the other one. But the sacrificing that was done back then has helped us today. So I would encourage any young married, sit down with your husband, go over your budget, 
and work together. We were told that you can't survive in it with one income and five people in the house, but we did it. And God allowed us. We went on vacation sometime. We went to Disney World twice a year, but God kept us because we put him first in our family. Yes, that's good. That's good right there. So basically what I hear you saying as far as relationship wise and rearing children at the beginning is to have a plan, discuss what you, how you want things to go. And maybe even with that, you know, deciding how you would prioritize your relationship as far as your husband wife is concerned have a plan. Talk about what you want as far as, you know, will you go out? Will you have date nights? Will you do those things? And how would those, you know, those activities be funded? That's what I think I hear you saying. And I tell you what, it's not as easy as it looks. It's not as easy as it sounds, but with God's help, asking God for wisdom and prioritizing home wives, this is what I want you to know. In order to become that wife, Home has to be a priority. Your husband has to be a priority. Your children has to be a priority. And of course, your relationship with Christ must be a priority in order for the aforementioned to work. Now, that is our goal here on the Wives Evolving Daily podcast. Calvin has spoken from his perspective as a man on in-laws on you know what let's take back the in-laws real quick have you how do you what would you say to women who are dealing with their mother-in-laws i know that you said a broad statement but how can in-laws affect the relationship as far as the husband wife when you have a relationship with god he will give you the principles to deal with people. people. Okay. The yes, label, the label that. says mother-in-law. The label says father-in-law. Yeah. The label says say brother-in-law. But the Bible will address relationships to them as people. You did say that. You did yes. say that. Yes. Thank you for clarity. Yes. Wives, I think that's what we have for you today. We just want you to just take a listen at just... The, the general co conversation that we had today, you know, about in-laws, you know, treat them like people, treat them like you would treat your co-workers, you know, not just be cordial. It doesn't matter. You know, you go to work with people that you don't care for. You go to church with people you don't care for. In-laws, you can do it, ladies. You can do it. Children are the same. Put children in this in their proper place in the relationship and not in the place of your spouse. That was a mistake I think that I made. Thank God it worked out because we're empty nesters now when it's just the two of us. And I think we're rubbing along pretty good uh, with chores. Tell your man what it is you want him to do, what you need from him. Don't do it in that. Make sure you have the right wife attitude. Ask, help him to see how valuable his help would be to you. Okay, nagging. This man said, don't do it. This man said, don't nag. PMS. Do not nag. And ladies, PMS is not the reason we nag, okay? I, I'll, I'll straighten him out later, all right, about that. I, I'll, I'll give him the 411 on that. But that's what I have for you today. 
Let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness and your mercy and the opportunity to be a wife. God, we're asking that you help us to use wisdom as we deal with our husband, as it relates to nagging, chores, in-laws, and children, God. We thank you because we know that we can do all things through you who strengthen us. And God, we're asking you right now in the name of Jesus that you help us to always be in the right attitude. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wives, thank you so much for sharing this podcast. Keep sharing. If you know of any woman that is contemplating marriage, engaged women, continue to download this podcast, share it with your friends. Please like the podcast, follow the podcast, and let your friends know that we are becoming that wife here on the Wives Evolving Daily podcast. We are becoming the wife that is husband tested and God approved. Until next time, smooches.